We are talking brand new Dynasty ADP for wide receivers and tight ends on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. How about you? Going well. We answered some questions. Really enjoyed that quarterback conversation yeah. we had yesterday. It's just uh, making me look forward to all of the the movement that we're going to see this offseason. You know, I was thinking this time last year, if you, you go back a year, we had no idea that we were going to see Devontae Adams get traded, Tyreek Hill get traded, <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson Brown, get, yeah, A.J. Yeah, Brown, Deshaun Watson get uh, really one of the craziest contracts in league history. So, um, you know, we'll we'll just find out if this offseason can live up to what we saw last year. Uh, I certainly hope it can with all the uh, the wild moves. Yeah, R- real quick, I-, I love the quarterback conversation. We should make a note to revisit that in a month or so, you know, after Mayfield and Darnold and those guys play out the stretch or Mike White or some of these dudes that are questionable. Maybe we'll t- change our tunes quite a bit. Yeah, very, very good point. We'll definitely do that. Uh, one thing that I do and, and share – on Twitter during the off season is um, positional landscape. And really all it is, is uh, just depth charts that I kind of track. And along with a list of the free agents and incoming rookies and, and just trying to get an idea for what those uh, team situations and player situations will really look like. And uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's tough to keep up with all the movement in the off season or, 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 you know, where players even are at the moment. So those, those are helpful and and definitely can lead to some good conversations on here for sure. For sure. Matt, last week we talked about our new December dynasty ADP from dynasty league football. We looked at the top 10 quarterbacks and running backs today. We're focused on those pass catchers. We'll look at the top 10 wide receivers and tight ends. Let's start with the wide receivers. Wide receiver one and the number one overall player is Justin Jefferson. Right behind him, Jamar Chase. I feel like we always say yeah, it. Just skip over it. Yeah, yeah no, no real surprise there. I think if anything, those two have really, uh, you know, even even more so established themselves as the top two players in Dynasty. Not only are they uh, still very young, but they're they're performing on the field uh, really week in and week out. And uh, they're they're kind of the two safest things in in dynasty leagues right now. Yeah, and, and obviously, I as think as number said, three is just as solid almost. Not the same tier, but I think he's as solid as at three. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, the wide receiver three, still a first rounder, is AJ Brown, uh, and and I'm with you. I don't think, you know, maybe you can make a case for some of these others that we'll get to 
but I, Brown might be in a tier of his own here mm-hmm. at the third spot. Uh, he's he's at least for me, and and based on our ADP, this is true as well. He's not in that Jefferson Chase group, uh, but I I see a pretty sizable gap between he and the other names that we'll mention here. Um, Amazingly, the move to Philly has been good for him. Like, right? Tennessee didn't throw him go balls. I mean, he does that kind of stuff now too. Well, and there were there were you know there were questions about that move that mm-hmm. um, Jalen Hurts was not good enough to support AJ Brown, and uh, of course that just feels right. That right? Feels, that feels crazy right now right. To, to think about that, but um, you feel very secure with Jamar Chase's quarterback situation with AJ Brown's quarterback situation. Uh, these are the top three guys: wide receiver four, CD Lamb. Um, a first rounder in dynasty startup drafts. What are your thoughts on CD lamb here at this spot? I'm not going to fight anyone taking him at four. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to be the guy taking the fourth receiver. You know, I'd rather take the fifth or sixth at a little bit right. of a discount. I do like his quarterback situation, a little more inconsistency than I would like, but I still think his best days are ahead. I think for me personally, this this next guy would be my number four, and that's really? Jalen Waddle. Uh, Waddle's the wide receiver five, and all five of these are first rounders. We even have a couple other first round wide receivers that we'll get to. Uh, yeah, I think I prefer Waddle. We've seen some inconsistency from him as well this year, uh, including that game on uh, on Sunday night against right. the Chargers. Uh, I kind of see Lamb and Waddle in their own tier. So for me, it's Jefferson and Chase, Brown on his own, and then Lamb and Waddle. Yeah, yeah pro- probably, I, probably on their own. I think that's safe. I, I didn't think that I would agree with you, but I do. I mean, I don't know who I prefer. I think I like Lamb a little more than Waddle. I think there's more volume there. But when, what about when Tyreek gets out of the way? Yeah, and then this other group. I could make a case for maybe seven guys to get the sixth spot. Well, and this is really where my rankings differ from ADP. A couple of the other names that we'll get to in the rest of our top 10, those are the players that the receivers that I would consider in the same tier as Lamb and Waddle. Hmm. Um, so that's a little, little bit of a shakeup, and I'll get your thoughts on those guys when we get to them. So that's Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Jalen Waddell as your top five wide receivers. Matt, if I told you you had to sell one of those guys this offseason or, or label one as a sell in Dynasty, which one would it be? I don't want to sell any of them. Um, <laughs> you want them Jefferson. Because you get Jefferson's so much. The sell? I, yeah. I mean, he's not a sell. I mean, he's. I would pick him at 1-1, one, one, but quarterback situation gives me a little bit of pause and I'm just sitting here thinking I could get three great assets for him. Well, I, I actually made a trade for Justin Jefferson just last week. Um, I felt like I paid up, although after Sunday, uh, it, <laughs> yeah, it, right. it felt like a better deal. Not, uh, not a lot of buyer's remorse from you, I'm sure. No, no. I, so I got Justin Jefferson. I gave T Higgins. Okay, we'll get to him. Kenneth Walker mm-hmm. and a first-round pick, mid-first. Yeah, uh, my hunch knowing you is your team was pretty darn good and you, you wanted the roster space and you could afford to lose two starters for one. Um, 
But yeah, that's, that's why that's I would trade it. Jefferson. If you're going to give me Walker and those two assets, I'm all ears. I'm not saying I'd definitely do it. Depends on my team, but I'm all ears. That's a nice price. Yeah, I think it would be Lamb for me of this group of five. Um, and just thinking if I could pivot from him to some of those other names I, I kind of hinted at, I would mm-hmm. do that. Um, but, yeah, you're right. These these are all young wide receivers producing at a high level. These These are the players we want to be the cornerstones of our dynasty teams. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about those wide receivers 6 through 10, and I'll tell you exactly who I would have higher on the list. I got a couple as well. So uh, These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, but you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. I mean, LinkedIn Jobs finds the right people for your team faster and for free. Um, simple tools like screening questions make it extremely easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one at delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Uh, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So this episode is also brought to you by Audible. Audible, you guys are going to like this. Audible's releasing a, a, a slate of new football podcasts that you're sure that you're going to love. Find Block Forever now wherever you get your podcasts. So Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro offensive lineman Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. Uh, He gets real about what happens on the field and behind the scenes, in locker rooms, during team meetings, back at the hotel, travel, etc., etc. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. Ryan and his guests discuss topics like players' psyches, sports betting, playing through pain, being a leader, how to deal with combatant teammates, and much, much more. Uh, There's nothing out of bounds. It's available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch the full Block Forever series available anywhere you get your podcast. available everywhere now. Audible, get in the game. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we're talking about the top 10 wide receivers in Dynasty Leagues. This is based on December DLF Dynasty ADP. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Jalen Waddell were the top five players. Let's get into the rest of the top ten. T. Higgins is the wide receiver six. He is also a first-rounder. It just feels a little 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 rich. Feels a little rich for me. I love Burrow, but I think that Chase thing doesn't help Higgins as much. He's a great player. I, I have two names I like better. 
Um, one's on this I, list, and I don't think the other the other one is not. So should I just divulge those or wait till we get to the end here? Eh, just hold your horses. We'll All get right. There. We'll okay. get there. I've, I've got a couple names as well. Okay. Um, Stefan Diggs is the wide receiver seven, and he is the last of the first round uh, dynasty startup picks. So that first round gave us seven wide receivers we talked about the running backs last week so that was seven wide receivers five running backs actually four running backs uh we'll have one other player coming up soon Hmm. um that make up the top 12 overall in dynasty i guess i was a little surprised to see Diggs still in there uh we start to see that discount on uh you know, veteran players around this time of year. So I would not be surprised if, and when he falls into the second round this off season, this next guy, like we've talked a lot about Diggs and Hill and Adam and cup and those guys quite a bit. Yep. More and more. I don't think it's crazy to think the bills first round pick might be a wide receiver. Like Gabe Davis, isn't quite getting it done. Would that change your Diggs outlook at all with the 30th pick in the draft? They take a receiver. No, I mean, He's still great. I f- yeah, I feel like they've they've tried to invest. I mean, they haven't invested first round picks, but they've tried to invest at the position. And I don't I don't think anybody is going to come in there and, and overtake Stefan Diggs, honestly, mm-hmm. at least not in the next year or two. So but it could be a succession plan. Yeah, it could be. And, and that's that's fine. Um, yeah. You know, you, you we've seen uh, we, we've seen. Tyreek Hill still thrive with Jalen Waddle there. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, we saw Cooper Cup thrive. I don't know that Allen Robinson was much of a threat for for targets. It didn't end up being that way. But um, yeah, they don't. I, I like Gabe Davis. Still feel like he has a lot of upside, but he has not. Certainly hasn't uh, lived up to the to the expectations fantasy players had for him, and probably not the Bills either. Yeah, he's not for me. I'm not a Davis fan. This next guy is one of the players that I mentioned that I would have higher. He is the uh, first player drafted in the second round, 13th overall. Chris Olave, the Saints rookie. I would have him up in that Lamb-Waddle neighborhood. What do you think, Matt? I would have him ahead of Higgins and Diggs. So I guess he qualifies, but I have two names I like better that we haven't brought up. Okay. So was he one of those that... No, that you were okay. No, I, I, so I originally said there's two. Maybe I should have included him because I think he should be higher. But there's two we haven't brought up that I like more than Alave, but I do like Alave more than Diggs and Higgins. Tyreek Hill, nine overall. Again, we saw uh, we saw Diggs, we saw Hill. You know, spoiler alert: Devontae Adams is not on this list, which is yeah. a little. He has you to. Know, be I, I, I don't know. If, right, I don't know if I, I want to say it's surprising, um, but. To see the value gap in, in Diggs and Hill compared to Adams, I, I don't really get that. I mean, if you're paying sticker price for him, I would pay. I would buy Adams at a little cheaper than those other two. Yeah, absolutely. They're all lumped uh, right together. Tenth player on the list, another second rounder, uh, and the last wide receiver we'll mention here, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, he actually fell a little bit uh, since last month but still a, a nice option in the second round, 10th wide receiver drafted. He's another player along with Chris Olave that I would have up with lamb and waddle. So that, that tier for me is, is getting a little larger and there's at least one other name, uh, not among this 10 that, that I would include there. 
Agreed. So who who are your guys, Matt? Who are we uh, missing? St. Brown, because we hadn't talked about him yet. Okay. I, okay. I think I would have him six, right behind Waddle. Uh, um, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. And then probably Olave would be seven. Higgins, eight, something like that. However, I think Garrett Wilson versus Olave yeah. is a question. I think I'd yeah. even rather have Wilson. Yeah, so Garrett Wilson is actually the wide receiver 11. He was drafted right behind Amon Ross St. Brown, so uh, just missed the discussion here, but certainly is worthy of being included. And I'm with you. I think he's I think he's in that tier Star. as well. So yeah. he's he's above even Higgins and, and Diggs for me, given mm-hmm. uh, the age, given the production. So that and tier for me doesn't personally doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Well, kind of, yeah, but I mean, it, it might get an upgrade. That tier would be more like Lamb, Waddle, Olave, St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson. Good one. I, I may or may not include Higgins there, but he'd be last of the tier. Uh, and then we actually see a, a little bit of a gap. Other players uh, being drafted in the late second or early third round include. Uh, DK Metcalf, Devo Samuel, uh, Drake London, Cooper Cup, and Adams are down there. Godwin, Hollywood Brown. So you're you're mm-hmm. starting to see a little bit of a drop off there. I think right now we have a really strong group of let's say 15 wide receivers. Yeah, and and a, and certainly a good mix of uh, veterans and those young guys. I know we have to get to the tight ends, but Metcalf could be third on this list next year <laughs> yeah well he's been third he's been third <laughs> right, before right, right. right? Exactly. i mean he's been that high before fell off a little bit with some of the questions uh, about their offense that's really what caused his his initial fall they they trade russell wilson they uh, what looks like a, a in for a terrible season it hasn't been a terrible season he's been uh, he's been very good for the most part and just hasn't really regained that value that he had so you're you're right he's uh, he he kind of looks like a value right now in these uh, in this ADP. Mm-hmm. Matt, when we come back, we will talk about the top ten tight ends. We'll try to get through that list. I've told you guys a bunch about BetOnline.net. That's the only place I go to for sports betting information, stats, news, and, and analysis. Get your latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Pro football. We got college bowl season, basketball, World Cup. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. Uh, and if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Matt, we have to do it. We talked quarterbacks, we talked running backs, we talked wide receivers. We've got to get through the top 10 tight ends in dynasty leagues uh and i talk about i talked about that that breakdown of the top 12 players the first rounders we had seven wide receivers we had four running backs and that that extra player is mark andrews he's the tight end one and he was a first round startup pick according to our december dlf dynasty adp are you taking mark andrews in the first round no I, yeah. I've cooled on him a little bit. I mean, I've never thought he's an elite athlete. You know, that's why he wasn't sure. a super high pick. But he's a really good player, of course. Um, to pull back the curtain, I do an in-depth, deep-dive analysis of the Steelers' opponents for Steelers.com every week. You know, a lot, really heavy lead stats. And I didn't realize how cool Andrews has been for about six weeks now. And, and the Steelers shut him down to some degree as well. And I don't even blame him. I mean, it's just... 
their passing game is so bizarre and no one fears their receivers at all that I don't know, including Kelsey, if anyone gets more attention than him at the tight end position. Yeah, especially given the start that he uh, was was off to this season, uh, which which really is what pushed him up into this range, not only to the tight end one spot, uh, but uh, as consideration for to be a first rounder. You're right. It's not just a one or two week thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the injury to Lamar Jackson. It's not even his own injury that Andrews was dealing with uh, several weeks ago. It's just kind of all of it, but he is on uh, on a cold streak. I believe I yeah. saw uh, that he was averaging just around seven fantasy points since week seven. That sounds uh, right, yeah. And, and as we're uh, now moving into the fantasy playoffs, just yet another tight end that unfortunately you can't really count on for consistent production. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a first-round pick to me. The tight end two, um, Kyle Pitts, still he's hanging on. My, he's back to being my one. Is he really? I'm enticed, man. I oh, mean, no. Uh, he hurt me so bad in so many leagues, but I can't quit him. I have to think his quarterback play is going to be better going forward. Mariota was really, really bad. And I, I don't think that Arthur Smith just doesn't like throwing the ball. I think they just did that because their quarterback play was so bad. I think they'll use Pitts. It's just they didn't. Uh, I'm I'm not there yet. Uh, I, I do still have Andrews even on that cold streak. I've got Andrews as the dynasty tight end one. Uh, not quite in that first round range, but uh, uh, above Kyle Pitts. So Kyle Pitts is a second rounder. Also a second rounder is Travis Kelsey. Obviously the only question about Kelsey when it comes to his dynasty value is his age. Uh, 31 years old, I believe. Is that enough to push him out of the second round, or do you think this is uh, this is fair value given uh, he's he's really the one tight end that we can count on right now? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it just yeah. depends on how you want to build your team. You know, I mean, uh, I, you're, you're giving up on Garrett Wilson to take Travis Kelsey, and uh, I mean, they couldn't be any different in terms of team building. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Uh, so we've got Andrews in the first, Pitts and Kelsey in the second, and then we have a major drop-off, which I'm, I'm sure most of you would expect. Mm-hmm. We don't see another tight end drafted until the fifth round, and this represents a little bit of a change here. We've got TJ Hawkinson up to our tight end four. Of course, he overtakes and leapfrogs George Kittle, who is drafted a round later. Kittle is our tight end five. Uh, how are you valuing those two guys? Do you have it Hawk and then Kittle, or or do you still have Kittle yes. ahead? I, I really am impressed with Minnesota's Hawkinson plan. You know, yes. I mean, same. That to me solidifies it. I've always liked the player. They very much have a role for him, and it's every week. So yes, he is four for me. Yeah, the Kittle stuff is is really frustrating. Yeah, really right. frustrating. Too it's many been miles. A, been a bad year for him uh your guy up there in pittsburgh is the tight end six pat fryermuth i think very Mm -hmm. deserving of that maybe could argue that he should be even higher given his age uh he's more consistent than kittle yeah he really has been tight end seven in uh in that same round as fryermuth is dalton schultz i mean i like schultz he's he's fine but I mean, if Fryermuth and Schultz are going in the same round, that that just feels off to me. 
Uh, Schultz is also being drafted in, uh, based on this ADP ahead of Dallas Goddard, who's an eighth rounder, ahead of David Njoku, who's a ninth rounder. I want both of those guys over Dalton Schultz. Stole my thunder. I'm like, uh, Goddard and Schultz to me aren't even close. Goddard and Fryermuth are very close to me. I don't know that Goddard's far off Hawkinson, to be honest with you. I mean, if I can get Goddard in round eight, sign me up. I mean, I'll take seven position players and be thrilled to take him in round eight. I'm also a Njoku fan. I would take Njoku well over Schultz. Yeah, I would I would imagine this Goddard ADP is, is a result of that injury, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, out of sight, out of mind, or if it's, uh, you know, some, some just worried about uh, how he comes back. I'm not worried about about Goddard. I'm with you. I want him. Um, I want him much higher than this, or, yeah, or at yeah, least, yeah. uh, at least up there in that Kittle Fryermuth range. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, David Njoku is the tight end nine. I think that's a great value in the ninth round. Uh, also a ninth rounder is the last player we'll mention here. Greg Dulcich, the rookie from the Broncos. He's been inconsistent, which is probably to be expected from a rookie from really any player in that offense because it's tough to it's tough to find consist- consistency in that uh, that offense that's been such a disappointment. So Dulcich is is a little bit of the the shining star from the Denver team this year. Yeah, I mean Dulcich is a, a a nice story, a good player, you know, all that. But can't we do better for t- than tight end ten for you know someone there? I mean. I think I'd take Waller still ahead of him. We didn't even you know, talk about out of sight, out of mind. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wall, uh, Darren Waller falls out of the top 10. Sounds like he will be back on the field soon. I, I certainly hope so. As long as uh, he's we, back next year, I'd rather have than Dolchich. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would as well. Uh, Waller actually is the next tight end drafted, but he falls to the 10th round. Uh, Cole Komet uh, would hmm. You're not there. I don't like Cole the way Komet. he moves. I think he's a kind of a heavy footed guy. Yeah, he's he's uh, an eleventh rounder. Trey McBride is an eleventh rounder, the rookie for the Cardinals. So yeah, Evan it's... Ingram. I'm just kind of reaching in really massive recency bias. Yeah, uh, probably Good. probably the best game of his career we right. saw on Sunday. I mean, he's he's in this range. I think yeah. I would rather have Dulcich than Ingram. I would too. I'm just yeah. trying to come up with a name. All right, that is your top 10 tight ends in Dynasty. Andrews, Pitts, Kelsey, Hawkinson, Kittle, Fryermuth, Schultz, Goddard, Njoku, and Greg Dulcich. Matt and I disagreed on a couple of those. We want Goddard and Njoku higher, Schultz lower. Uh, we're not sure what to do with George Kittle, and it yeah, seems right. like neither are the 49ers. <laughs> right. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.